Using a child's senses for learning is important, particularly in the younger years. In this episode, let's talk about how kitchen is a haven for this type of learning. Welcome to the Your Learning Village podcast, where you'll discover insights and actionable tips to help your child with learning at home with a special focus on reading. They say it takes a village to raise a child, so let's build your child's learning village. Begin to get the tools you'll need to help your child on their unique learning journey and feel confident that you're doing enough for your child. With your host, Sarah Chavez. When I was looking into what I want for my own daughter's learning and the options that we wanted to have for her, and I really started to come across Montessori learning and all the other alternative philosophies of learning away from the traditional style of learning. And I know I I quite often mention Montessori. It is a philosophy that I like to take ideas from. And a big idea in Montessori is the idea of sensorial learning. And that is one of the areas of learning for the first bit of development between zero and six years. And looking back on it, and even thinking, looking into how children are learning in the early years, sensorial learning and using the senses is actually how they are learning and getting a lot of feedback from things. It is how children are learning, even from a very early age. They are learning with their fingers, they're feeling things, they're seeing things, they're trying to taste things. <laughs> and anyone with young children will know that they like to put things in their mouth, but that is them actually mouthing and exploring, using their senses to learn what different things are and what you should put in your mouth and what you shouldn't put in your mouth. I do like how sensorial learning has this whole space in Montessori. And it really got me thinking about how the kitchen is actually just this haven for this. All of your senses are used when you're cooking, when you're making something. So engaging the senses is something so simple yet so powerful. I think when learning for quite a while, the idea of VAC was a, a bit of a buzzword. So visual, audio and kinesthetic learning and you had to work out which learning style are you? And now the research says that actually most people don't necessarily fit into one category. They do fit across several categories and there are other ways of learning as well. But that was very much looking at visuals, so losing your eyes and your ears and maybe moving and touching things. Not always necessarily involving all five senses, so taking in smell and taste as well. Those two are the ones which are a little bit more tricky to get in. Yet in cooking, they are two of the biggest parts of our learning which is why I think it's really important that we are getting children into the kitchen that we are using cooking and teaching them how to cook even really little children them understanding how food is prepared and how that we don't necessarily need these activities where they are exploring different sensories and things just get them in the kitchen Get them helping you knead bread, stirring things, pouring things into containers. It's all in the kitchen. But thinking back to senses and cooking is just the simulation of all the senses involved. So recently we have been learning, my, me and my daughter, I've been really teaching her about boiling water. So obviously it's not the skill you're going to start with straight away. But we've talked a lot and we've had a lot of boundaries over and she understands where the stove, the hob is hot, not to touch it, and we have to be very careful around that space. We make sure that she's at a level where she can see things and she doesn't grab 
quite as much as she did previously and we've built up to this but when she is learning about and using her senses to understand when something is boiling so firstly she knows not to touch it we're using our sight and she knows that she can see the little bubbles that form she knows that that means it's boiling and also she listens to hear the bubbling and I've talked about rapid boiling rapid bubbling and listing out for those pops and she really loves listening for that too so that's using those senses there that she can see that and if it was something boiling such as a soup or the other day we had to bring the boil because we were making custard so she could even smell that you could see oh yeah it's cooking now I can smell that it's cooking that was another sense that is involved there and it's just amazing how it brings those senses alive because there are very few ways that you can get taste involved for experiences and obviously with cooking once you've made something even during the cooking process you can be talking about things being sweet salty whether they like it they don't like it also as you're touching things as well it does then use all five senses which I know when we I used to teach writing and we used to quite often use that use your five senses to describe things and you get to a point where you'd be like okay well sight's nice and easy and sound is normally quite easy just to describe as well you're writing then okay smell you can bring that in and touch oh yeah there might be touching something as you're walking along or you feel your feet on the floor or something but then taste you sat there thinking well how I describe taste in that situation. So quite often we just get dropped off, I think. But I just remember trying to get children to do that. And I'm also thinking for myself, like I'm trying to do like a shared right on the board to demonstrate it and be thinking, I don't think I can fruit taste into this one. Uh, <laughs> but cooking, using recipes, taste is just part of it. So it's very good to get that in there and to build on this sensorial learning idea. Moving on to the one of thinking about smell as well. Now, there was actually quite a bit of research into how smells can be used for exam preparation. So particularly if you do learning about something with that smell and then you go to sleep, apparently the research is showing that you're more likely to remember it. And I remember reading an article a few years ago which was saying about if you use the smell of sage... And teachers have used it in the classroom when they're doing um, revision sessions. And if they use sage, for some reason it, it stimulates this association with what they were learning. And then it helps with retaining it ready for an exam. Do not quote me on that one. Do not then start saying, okay, we're going to put sage everywhere so my child's going to do really well at exams. You might want to look into that a little bit more. But it's interesting how that association is made for learning and also if you just think about it when for memories so quite often we'll say oh I remember a certain person you might remember them because of the smell of their perfume or the smell of what they used to cook or when you want to go on a specific outing somewhere that you might remember oh I remember the smell of the flowers or it's it's amazing how actually you do recall with memories you do recall that whole experience and smell is actually one of those that people will remember and recall and yet again when we're in the kitchen smell is a big part of the whole experience and igniting this sensorial learning is happening when we're in the kitchen and a final thing that we can think of with sensorial learning and in the kitchen is language development is formed by using senses so 
if you're trying to explain to a child something smooth, rough, flexible cooking, you can be doing that. Get their hands into the dough to help you knead it. They can feel those, make those senses. And giving them those words, explaining it to them, you can help develop that language. You can tell them about the different techniques with cooking. So if you're folding in flour, if you're stirring something, if you're boiling, if it's simmering, if it's a rapid boil, as I talked about earlier in the episode, if you need something to be lukewarm, that's quite a fun instruction when you're cooking things. So you're developing that language with them, but because it is kinesthetic, is them actually learning whilst doing it, that actually they're going to remember those words. And you can extend their vocabulary using maybe a fancier word than you were expecting to use. You can use that, but because of cooking and learning through that, and they've got, sometimes because they've also got the end goal in sight, like we have to do this in a specific way so that we end up getting this cake, we end up getting this thing. It wasn't always quite go that way with children. But using, because we have got the end goal in mind, whether it's the children or us as the adults, you then can layer in the language development for the children using different words to explain things. So I hope you found that useful today. And I do hope that you've managed to grab my free recipe so that you can try out sensorial learning in the kitchen. Now, the recipe is within the Learning to Read with Cooking starter pack, which you can find at www.yourlearningvillage.com. And I love to always find out how people get on with these recipes. So if you do the recipe, take a picture and tag me over on Instagram at yourlearningvillage or just send me a message say, oh, we tried it out. It was great fun. And these are all the different things that we learned whilst we were using the recipe. So today we talked about sensorial learning in the kitchen and how that the kitchen is a haven for this type of learning that engaging the senses is simple yet a really powerful way for learning and engaging some of those senses which we don't always necessarily think of for learning so beyond visual and auditory thinking about all the other different ways that we can be learning for different children that using cooking actually mix all the senses involved particularly those ones which are more difficult to get to use for learning and it is one of the very few ways you can actually get taste involved as other experiences you really would struggle to get involved for children's learning and taste is one of those it is a sense and it's a sense we actually use every day yet we don't always necessarily use it for learning we talked about the sense of smell and how sometimes there has been studies that have shown that you can use it for exam preparation and also that memories are quite often locked within the sense of smell And finally, we talked about language development and how when we are cooking, we can actually add so many different words into children's learning and helping them with different instructions and different ways of doing things and extend their vocabulary that way through cooking. Thank you for listening. I hope that you can take something away that will help to add to your child's learning village. Head over to the show notes for this episode at www.yourlearningvillage.com forward slash podcast where you'll find anything mentioned today. Also grab your free Learning to Read with Cooking starter kit to find the answers to the most commonly asked questions by parents about learning to read and get two free read to cook visual recipes for beginner readers at www.yourlearningvillage.com. Have a great day and happy learning with your child.